All right. So, hello, developers and developer-adjacent people. Welcome to what we're calling the Rookery Podcast. Uh, a rookery, for those who don't know, is a collection of penguins. Uh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> and our first guests, including myself, are soon-to-be graduates of the General Assembly program in the Software Engineering Immersive, Engineering Immersive the Penguin Group. So this is The Rookery. Uh, we're going to interview software developers both upcoming and season and get what's going on in their lives. I'm your host, Donovan Galloway, and today I'm joined by my good friends, Seb and John. Would you guys care to introduce yourselves? John. Hey. Okay. Uh, well, I'm uh, probably one of the more junior and experienced as far as developers is concerned. I have some experience in some tech-adjacent roles. I uh, decided to hop on this Decided to do this uh, boot camp because I want to build things. I want to build interesting things. Uh, I huge. I can't. I can't even explain how much I. I, I want to like deep dive into anything science related or tech related. I just want to build all the things. At this point, um, yeah, man, I'm just ready. This I'm ready to hop in this digital ocean, so to speak. Pun intended. Maybe not intended. Depending. <laughs> I don't want to get into legal troubles with that, but yeah, the whole ocean of what it means to be a developer and to build cool things in tech, I'm ready for it. Absolutely. Love it. That's going to be some heat. <laughs> um, and for me, I'm just lonely, old Seb. Uh, I'm coming from my main, prof- I don't know, it's not even a profession, but my main skill set is music production, rapping, and just everything include everything within the music space. You know, most genres, um, cyberpunk, drum and bass, uh, EDM, do all that. Uh, I'm also a video editor. I make my own videos, do all that stuff. I record myself. Um, and I came into I came into the, um, the coding space about, I want to say, like, when, the, when this cohort started about two or three months ago. And um, I've just been sucked in, essentially. I want to learn as much as I can as quick as possible and put in as much work as I can just to make my life a little bit better. And um, I feel like coding has so many options. You can kind of apply coding to essentially everything, music production, video editing, like all that stuff is just really, really cool to see the connections you can make with coding. And I feel like this is going to be really dope, especially this podcast. (laughs) See, we're already doing something with this coding experience. It's insane. You know, what's crazy. I think, I think it's kind of funny. Like, um, you both kind of said it like coding starts as something that's like, oh, this would be a cool job, right? Like, or mm-hmm. like oh, I know this this market's over, you know, under uh, underrepresented in terms of you know people need developers and there aren't enough developers and there are never enough developers, right? But then like as you like mm-hmm. learn and get better at it, it becomes like this like um, just amazing thing, and it almost takes over your life in terms of just there's so much to learn and there's so much you feel like you can be doing and there's so many different things you can be learning how to uh, build and make and edit and change and contribute to that it just becomes yeah. this uh, all-consuming thing. You you didn't really uh, you didn't really explain yourself there, uh, Donovan. Well, that's because I'm the the August host of this show. That being said, um, I'm also <laughs> currently a junior dev. I'm running this podcast uh, just to sort of chronicle everyone's journeys uh starting with our own cohort for the boot camp and then just going off into everything else uh i am i was originally a self-taught uh programmer 
Um, I learned. I tried to learn C when I was like thirteen. I failed miserably. It took me like three oh months God. to even build a calculator. Uh, so I quit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I picked Python back up when I was like <laughs> seventeen, eighteen. I've built little things. Um, but this is the first time I've really had like a structured environment, and so I've really, yeah. I mean, it's just been killer for uh, learning React and learning Express and things like that. And just deep diving into all of these things has been amazing. Uh, yeah. So that's that's me. That's who I am. Uh, people, I will. I will. This is the only introduction anyone will get is in episode one. <laughs> Good. I mean, best time to start, Absolutely. I guess. Well, do you? Uh, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, are, do you plan to carry over your Discord name uh, into your <laughs> developer? Bed? You know, that's that's a that's a possibility. Um, for anybody watching, my my name in the Discord is Gandalf the Graying, uh, off, mm-hmm. of some, off of a joke I was helping everyone out within the first couple of weeks of uh, the boot camp, and so uh, I got started getting called Gandalf. But instead of Gandalf the Gray or something like that, I thought about going Gandalf the Black, but I thought that was a little on the nose. Uh, so I went Gandalf with the Graying because everyone's giving me gray hairs. <laughs> I mean, it's super appropriate, man. Like, I remember when I made that reference, like, all of a sudden, like, it it became more and more true uh, for the past three months. Man. Just, it Yeah, man, it works. You have too many nicknames at this point. I call you Godovan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, good, it's a good brand to have. I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, what I have for us tonight are just some topics of discussion. Uh, obviously... We're all junior devs. Uh, what I wanted to get your guys' feedback on are just a few topics with what you're learning, what you're interested in, what your pain points are, things like that. So I guess the first thing, um, for those who don't know, General Assembly's boot camp goes over full stack web dev, um, basic JavaScript, obviously, jQuery, obviously, uh, and then typically React, uh, sometimes Angular, um, goes into express and then either ruby on rails or a python backend like django or masonite so we were coding in our uh, immersive we did uh react and we did um masonite for that backend as well as express uh shopify liquid which has been really cool and a nice little mix but uh for you guys what are your favorites in terms of what we've used so far or of any tech stacks that you've been working with outside of our class if you've had time Wanna go, John? Well, I I was just about to ask. Uh, you broke up on my end, so I was gonna ask. Uh, you said you asked if what was I what I was working on. No favorite, other, favorite technologies um, that you've worked on so far. Um, uh, honestly, as I'm really really enjoying this the the Python unit so far. Um, I don't know if it's been you know getting you know the reps in with JavaScript and React and doing you know learning the, the conventions and the syntax and all those things. But I found Python uh, much easier to catch on to. I mean, granted, I did have, I did sub, like bare minimum studying of Python. Um, but um, I'm particularly enthused in getting into the AI ML space. Um, I'm ready for it, man. I'm, I, I, I'm really enthused about its potential and what we can build with it, even though, as Elon Musk says, it is a demon that we let out. But I mean, the future is now. I mean, 
we gotta we gotta take that demon and put it on a leash if we can. For sure. You know, that's so, funny. That's the same same space I wanted to get into when I first signed up for the boot camp. Um, I already had a Python real. background, so I thought about signing up for the data science immersive. But um, yeah. And we'll we'll circle back so Seb can have a chance to answer the question, obviously. But it was one of the interesting mm-hmm. things was looking at the data science space, not specifically ML or AI, but uh, when you look at the entry barrier to that, there are so many people that I think move from a statistics background who are kind of right. like, yeah, I mean, I have this phd in statistics and nobody's hiring statisticians because this is all done on you know web on web and on in python now so maybe i just learned six weeks of python and become a you know become a data scientist and so the space is really saturated with those sorts of requirements for like statistics and mathematics backgrounds or several years of software engineering experience so i was really just looking at like in terms of like a very capitalist sort of view of like okay I finish an immersive, uh, can I get a job in data science that I want? I want a data engineer job or ideally like machine learning or something like that. But those jobs, the only job I thought I was going to get after a brief search was data analyst, which wasn't really my interest. I'd rather build things for three, four years, work on my work on my skills, work on just picking up some of these technologies by myself and then just transition into data science later. Mm-hmm. You cut out for us that that last little bit. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it'll be clear on my end because we're just hooked up directly yeah. to the audio input. But um, maybe, maybe like try um taking off the one of the noise removal or things because we're good on our end, you know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I do. You want to repeat that last part for us? Yeah. Uh, with with. The data science space, the last thing I want to do is just sit and do data analyst work for two, three years and hope that I'm going to get coding experience. So what I looked to do is I was like, I'd rather build things for a couple of years and get my chops up and then transition into data afterwards. And where I actually want to go is machine learning and AI. That's really smart, actually. I didn't even think like that. (laughs) Um, In terms of your original question, like... um, I do, you guys seem to have like a more like objective set of goals. And I think that's really, that's really cool. I don't, I don't mean to discredit that. Um, Like John said, I do, uh, I do enjoy Python, but I more enjoy the readability of it as opposed to anything else. I do like the very, um, the very like intricate workings of JavaScript a bit more because you have way, like, I feel like I have more control in JavaScript. It could be because, you know, we spent like three units on it or, or whatever, but like, I just, the idea of JavaScript and like all these concepts that can be like really like can be so flexible, you know, you could do front end with JavaScript, especially you could do back end Python. You can only do back end, but um, it's still really cool. And it's really, it's really helpful just to see as like, um, as like a transitioning point for me, like, you know, I'm starting with JavaScript. I'm going to Python. It's just such a, it's like it's like oh okay this this works here so it can work here too if I just oh okay now this works you know and it's just I'm like I said I'm coming from a very I literally had no coding experience before this um cohort but um yeah. so I know everything from a more conceptual standpoint like I think of I think like my brain is like more creative I'd say but I had such a 
analytical mindset coming up and I'm kind of bringing it back for this coding um, program. But um, like I see everything in concepts, you know, I see like um, I see this, like if you have this problem, you're going to solve it using um, like this step and this step and this step, you know, you're trying to make a for loop. You got to, you got to realize there's a limit to that loop, but you also want to create the loop. So there's like the, that, and that's just a basic sense, you know, like with, with API calls and everything, you got to bring in this data then you have to catch the data. Then you have to use this data for something else. Um, so sorry, that doesn't answer any of your question. <laughs> I guess to answer your question would be, um, I'm really into react. Um, it allows me to use those problem solving skills and, um, like API calls. I don't know why I love API calls um, and allow yeah. me to make something that I think like people can see, you know, and the the speed of React is so cool to me that um, you just access something and then it's essentially one page. It rebuilds itself, comes back. It's just such a, it's such a like, it's a, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a music production where um, you have all these tools at your disposal and you make something that people can interact with and see like for themselves, not see, but you know, here they can interact with music in a way that you can, in a similar way where you can react with a website, just with a website or an application, you're able to directly influence it as opposed to music. Like I'd like to eventually create something where there's like an interactable music source that can be changed based on your mood. And like, cause my whole thing is like, mental mental health that's my whole brand my whole brand is like helping those who i believe want to feel better my whole idea is i don't want anyone to feel like i did at some point so this idea of coding like being so intricate and you can like make people see your idea in a very like concrete way i think that is so cool i'm way off from that but the concept of that to me is just amazing and like JavaScript, React, that's what I feel my starting point will be visually, you know? That's Sorry, I kind of went off. No, no, but, that's, that's yeah. wonderful. No, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I always... I, oh, go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to add on to that. I uh, completely agree. And I think um, one of the benefits... What's so cool so far is that, like, once you build your capability, like, once you know how to code it, it gives you kind of a power. Like, yeah. once you have a good idea... Like particularly that could solve a business problem or just any problem, like it, you you are now empowered to solve it. Um, you know, it, it allows it. It's it's one of the few skills that you know, especially now that you can, you know, whichever problem that you can identify, you know, and think through the steps. Man, you get you you could solve it. You can um, mm-hmm. you know apply these things. And it's interesting how you said you know you you think of it in these ways. In, in your audio experience, like I've, I was studying diesel engines for a while. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how these parts connect. How does this thing drive this thing to the next? How does this give it the, the propulsion to move forward? How do these things connect? What are these parts needed? Um, and it's, it's, it's been interesting to kind of, it's interesting how each person's experience lends itself to coding. It's, it's, it's so, it's so expansive. It's like such a, big space it's almost infinite i mean it is at this point it is it's uh it's yeah and um yeah no i was just gonna build off that that's that was a really good point you made so yeah thank you i i, I love it because it's i always um you kind of feel I, I like i always liken it to a fantasy setting like you know, harry potter or any sort of 
thing where there's some magic system where you have to say something and you speak it into existence and it only works if you do it a certain way and you have to know all of the little yeah. things about it. And that's how it feels. It really feels like you sit down in front of a computer and because of all, and obviously standing on the shoulders of giants and people who have taken, you know, zeros and ones and going back to, uh, you know, Bletchley Park and uh, Alan Turing in the, in the radio factory, making a Turing, you know, yeah. making uh, the Enigma breaking machine and, you know, C and coming up through assembly and then C and then object oriented programming. Like obviously the fact that we can sit and type stuff in JavaScript and learn uh, a language, which is as close to English as any language has ever been, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still, you still have that ability to like have an idea, want to solve a problem, type some magic words into a computer and then have it output something, which is, exactly your intention which is i think just sort of the coolest thing that i really hope never gets old yeah like yes. i ev everything yes. is kind of engineering yeah like yeah. i was just gonna say everything is like everything is engineering you know but um like you know software development software engineering that's like you have this idea and in music you can have an idea and you can create something as close to it as you want like it you can you can go forever and then never get to that idea. With coding, you have this idea of I want this to work this way. You can make that exact thing, and I think that's ridiculously cool. You know, you gave that um, that Harry Potter um, that Harry Potter like example of like this needs to work this way for the spell to work. You know, and I I think like that's really interesting. It got me thinking about um, Hunter Hunter. If I don't know if either of you have seen Hunter Hunter. But in it, there's like these, huh? John, you have? Oh no, I was saying not yet. I'm, I'm actually oh. on my list. It's my favorite anime, and the reason, one of the main reasons, is they have this power system that um, you can do this, which counters this, and it's like a whole rock paper scissors thing. But in the end, like you have to figure out a way to get past all of them. You know, like you have to be specialized at this one thing. But like, you know, you're versus a natural counter. What do you do? It's this whole idea of um, like you can you can completely beat anyone in Hunter x Hunter if you have this particular power system and you have to do everything correctly to get to that point. In coding, you know, you you kind of have your it's you against a computer in a way. Yeah. You kind of have to get past these problems that um, that will always come up. You will always be against this like new like scarier opponent. You learn a new language. You think of this new idea. You're gonna have to find a way to beat this dude you know in music you may you may never have to do that you know you you can push yourself to be really but you can push yourself to be like this like dude who's constantly trying to make things different you know there's a bunch of musicians i can name off top like that but um i just think it's so you know it's really cool that that example you you gave just got me thinking about that that was it yeah i love it well, this also kind of transitions into my next, like, sort of major question, which is, um, you guys, we're, 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 we're learning new things, you know, constantly, but in terms of what you've already learned, and kind of just generally with coding, uh, what are your kind of pain points with what you've learned so far? What things do you struggle mm -hmm. with sort of consistently, or you wish weren't a certain way? It's mm. a good question. I think as rudimentary as it sounds i've found that i never needed to kind of be as 
fast and as accurate in my typing as I, as I ever have been before. And I've found that it's, it's stripped me up in syntax. Um, mm-hmm. Syntax. So syntax I, I didn't, yeah, the syntax thing is definitely, uh, has definitely caught me a lot. And I think file paths, I think, when, when I'm installing one thing in one file and I'm realizing, oh, I, I, I missed, I missed, I accidentally, you know, installed this in the global scope and I should have installed this, you know, in, in this, this local file or this, or what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm probably using all the terms wrong at this point. But, um, yeah, but and I think that, I might, I would have, I should have done a lot of more of those uh, basic coding thing, basic coding challenges that, that we've been going over like ad nauseum at the, at the past couple of weeks. I think that would have been, that would have been, I think, much more helpful for me. I think, uh, you know, when, you know, Alex references the, the, the pre-work, the videos that he offered to pre-work before pre-record, I, I, I definitely, I think, had I in, dove more deeply in that, I think I would have had a stronger foundation. And I found my intention span, I think, has been crippling me. It's been, like, and my mental bandwidth for focus has been redlining this entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burnout is, like, Burnout is tough, John. Yeah, I'll give you that. And you know, Bert, it's it's super tough too because we're our schedules right now are this eight hours of day, eight hours a day of class plus homework. You know, mm-hmm. and if you can knock out the homework pretty fast or in that lab time, then great. But if you can't, like we're talking, you know, what? I think the average expectancy was supposed to be four hours of homework. So the the thing mm-hmm. is supposed to be, you know, and you know, sometimes it takes longer. You know, John, I know you're no stranger to that. <laughs> it's my life, man. My but, life. You know, you have that five days a week plus I don't know. Uh, I think probably six hours total expected of homework on the weekend. You know, you're talking yeah. what's that? Sixty six hours a week, just right there. Just yeah. That's that's twenty six hours more than you're probably going to get at a standard nine to five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know you're you're already sort of dancing uh, dancing with the devil in terms of burnout right there. Um, yeah, but uh, you know the we luckily we have the excuse of like we're we're students so we don't have to deal with like imposter syndrome quite yet. <laughs> but I, I I don't I know about I don't know about you guys but I'm getting there. I, it's it's creeping up. I mean, I, I'm I'm watching it. I'm hurtling towards the imposter syndrome now. I'm as the, as the closer we end to the cohort, it's. I actually had some had some of this experience before this, but now I think this will be magnified. But I think so many times where if I'm interviewing, I think I think this will be more so later. But it's like, you know, how do I properly describe what I've done, and how do I Properly describe my capability experience. You know, I've only we've only been doing this for a few months. Um, some have more experience, some have less. But you know, it's you know, okay, I've been doing this for three months. I know, hire me now. You know, like hey, let me prove myself. <laughs> you know, it's like how do you? It's 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 so funny. Like I I wouldn't trade off the difficulty or the you know demand 
that that this course uh, has had. You know, I that's I, I came, I expected that, and I got it. But the imposter syndrome, I think, I think, I, I think at this point, uh, I'm expecting to just deal with it for the rest of my career. To be honest, I, I think that's par for the course. Um, yeah. The good news is before I, I hand the question over to Seb too is like this this is an engineering science and we're kind of like when you think about a software engineer it's sort of like how people in like the 50s thought of like inventors right which were just mm-hmm. engineers what you're judged by is not your pedigree it's not your years of experience your years of experience is an indicator your pedigree could be an indicator in terms of you went to a nice school you went to mit or something that's great but the real test is can you build stuff uh can you yeah. solve problems and i think this course has I think the best thing about this boot camp is like, even though, you know, you may feel like, oh, I know there's so many things I can't build. You know, what you can do is if somebody was like, hey, can you build me a website? You're like in my sleep. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, somebody's like, hey, I just want this like sleek single page application, maybe a couple easy animations. And I want to like be able to upload pictures to it. It's like, yeah, I'll have you, a, I'll write a Masonite or Express backend in like an hour and I'll, you know, slap together a front end. Give me three days. I'll have your website. It'll be pretty. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do, I do like that. And obviously, and then from there, it's just framing that in a way that shows what you're good at and makes somebody hire you. And then you go from there, you just keep building that skill set, just the eternal student sort of mindset. And yeah, I mean, 10 years down the line, you're going to be like, God, I'm such, such a bad coder. As you sit as like a senior, <laughs> senior front-end engineer and like a top-tier company making 200K a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Seb, what about There's you? A... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> My bad. You were going to ask me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm assuming we're going to talk about the, the hiring stuff, so I don't want to talk about that for just on my part yet. Um, I would like to answer your original question first. Um, I feel everyone's so smart. Like our classes, our class is like, I can't believe I'd be surrounded by these genius. I'm in the room with two of them. Like <laughs> I, this class is just so ridiculously smart. And every day after class, I cannot help but think, how am I here? I shouldn't be here. I don't know what I'm doing. I have to look at this this one document to understand and how to do these things, even though I know it should take loops and loops of practice to like really like not need to reference um, one, like something on Slack, you know, but I can't, y'all are saying you're hurtling towards it. I've been stuck in the (laughs) trenches for mad long. It's like, I'm, I'm just, you know, a little bit of background on me. I was raised with this kind of genius complex everyone around me was saying you're a genius constantly like constantly and then I get to this point in my life where like that shut down like I cannot believe that I haven't believed that that so long right I can feel that it just like it cuts you down so when you're when you're expected to be this genius by everyone around you and you're not living up to those expectations it's 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 hell it's pain. I don't know if I could say that on here, but like, it's, it's so tough to get past that step. But, um, I don't know if I'm getting too passionate, but, um, like you have to, (laughs) you have to get point, you have to get past that. And like, in my case, 
I have to just straight up ignore it. Like I can't, uh, I'm in, I'm in this for three months, then I got to get a job, then I got to be better. You know, I can't let that stop me. So in terms of like, what is my, like my fear, my hardest point about this, it's definitely the fact that you, like you said, we're coding Donovan, I'm not going to lie to you. We're not coding for 66 hours. Me and John have probably been coding for like 80 a week. Like, like, I'd like to think I'm like better than I am, but like, it's, they lie. (laughs) They lie. They, this is like, I'm, I'm sitting at my computer for at least 10 hours a day. Uh, Like sometimes 12, sometimes I have to take, um, sorry, one sec. No, I, uh, you can say what you guys. No, I was gonna say. You know what? You you definitely hit the nail on the head perfectly with that experience. I I completely agree with you on on the whole. Like, oh, I I have, I completely my believe in my <coughs> my 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 brain and my capacity to learn new things. And this has been humbling, honestly. It's, yeah. You know, it's like, wow! I really thought I was smart before this, and now I'm. I just I'm googling the thing I literally just heard and read maybe ten minutes ago. Oh my god! Like, yes. Well, it's it's what? what's kind of funny is like you know so there's definitely this like perceived like level of ability and it's pr- pretty much directly with one student exception uh, in our class cor- correlates with like previous experience. You know. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, Teddy, I'm gonna get that man on this podcast. One of these. I don't I don't understand <laughs> that. Man. So. I talk to him every day. He's, he's such a cool he's dude. He's so cool. I love I love Kenny. Uh, Kenny has no mm-hmm. previous coding experience and uh, honestly puts a lot of the people with coding experience to shame. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I don't know how he does it. But um, yep. every... so of, And he thinks he's bad. He thinks he's he bad. Thinks he's he bad. thinks he's bad. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't... I do not understand. Um, Can't wait till he gets up here. It's like a bully him. <laughs> Um, get me on the episode with him. I'm going to go crazy. I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're just going to get a bunch of people yelling at Kenny for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I, you know, I'm I'm doing fine with the material. You know, I, I'm definitely learning a lot. And I'm learning a lot of the stuff is too, super new to me, but I have enough fundamentals to where I'm, like, picking it up. But even though I don't spend, I spend less time than is requ- you know, expected on the homework. I'll spend, like, at most two hours on the homework. <laughs> after class, I am, you know, we're, we're so encouraged to like pick up other stuff. Like whenever we were in the unit three project, I was also doing the hackathon with Sarah. And so I, I'm putting together this one group project and that's got its own Trello board and its own scrub system and its own backend and front end. And I'm helping manage that managing pull requests. And I'm learning how to write fill algorithms for a paint clone. I'm putting together front end. I'm oh uh, video chatting with Sarah. Smart. Like, so even though we don't, we didn't actually get assigned enough work to make it you know uh four to six hours every day we like sort of somehow absorbed that much into our day mm-hmm. just in terms of like we're all freaked out we all want to push ourselves and we all want to like yeah. you know the one very real thing to me about uh what we were told at the beginning was you're going to get into this course what get out of this course what you put into it so if i just sit mm-hmm. here and coast and i just sit here and go i, I kind of know this already or i'm pretty comfortable with this and i don't push myself then i know that i'm going to stagnate and fall behind um mm-hmm. which as opposed to somebody you know like you guys have made i i i sit there in discord with you guys and i help you with your homework like you guys have made insane progress uh but i still think that the like mvp for most improved is tony uh 
Toby. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. Toby. Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be on this episode, but he he flaked, so I'm gonna have to get drag his ass in here. But uh, <laughs> you know, just for an individual who started with such a huge struggle in terms of grasping the material and just not getting anything, I I know that we he and I had like a little breakthrough. Like I spent like two hours or like an hour at least going over just functions and if statements and just over and over again just repeated examples until he sort of got it and he started moving after that but at the same time even before that and even after that he's in the discord every day he's doing his homework every day he's he's hitting everyone else up like who yo who tried to do code wars right now like you know yeah. <laughs> he's a monster and it's so showing yeah. in terms of like how much he's improved in terms of his own ability yeah i think his work yeah his work ethic is is honestly something to be admired to be honest like i try to i try to keep up with them (laughs) like seriously i try to keep up with them as like with all the practice but it's like at least on my end i i i've been so tripped up at the homework sometimes like look i I gotta like prioritize but i completely like it it's it's impressive to see like how competitive this whole quarter cohort is um you know, none of us, I don't think any of us, as far as we know, want to like kind of sit and, okay, I'm, I'm good. You know, I think I got it. Like all of us want to be better. We all, we're all trying to lead in some way with, you know, in, in this cohort. And we're all trying to clean and magnify our experience as best we can. And that's been impressive to, to be surrounded by by so many people who are, of that growth mindset it's it's honestly it's been motivating i think um as far as any of my learning experience prior to this like your learning experience in, as a student i haven't really it's been rare to be surrounded by this uh at least at this yeah. level where you can mm-hmm. like everyone's everyone's pushing you no one's letting you quit no one's letting you do the bare minimum um and I mean, and I think rightly so. They'd give they'd give you shit if you did. Um, I, I don't. I really don't believe in letting your teammates coast and, and doing the bare minimum. And I'm glad to be surrounded by those who don't either. It's 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 fulfilling. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like um, uh, uh, I think like that work ethic is crazy. Like, especially with Tony. Like, I've been in college. I've been in high school. There's not a single class I can say I was in where people wanted to wanted to just improve and learn these new concepts that will improve them in the future. You know, like no one's sitting in English like, oh, let me write. Like, I mean, not everyone in an English class is sitting there thinking, oh, I need to be better. I need to learn this a better way of phrasing. I need to learn better grammar. It's like, it's constant pushing. And I'll get back to the... Other stuff I was gonna say after Donovan speaks this next one. Yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna say I think the thing I love most about this class is just how everyone wants to push through it together and how like, yeah. like you said, John, like nobody's nobody's letting you fail, nobody's letting you not try, nobody's letting you uh you know coast yeah. uh whether whether you're doing well, whether you're doing poorly, like you're constantly just you know, and not like a not like a negative way, not like a no, you're not allowed to quit. Nobody's being mean, nobody's being harsh. Everyone's just so excited and so on that drive to learn and improve that it's just infectious. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, um yeah, go so Seb, you were so the the next thing I wanted to talk about too was jobs after this. So um 
and mm-hmm. we had a little bit to talk about on that end. The question I kind of wanted to phrase is like, is for you guys is coding the journey to somewhere you want to go or is that the destination? Is that the skill you want to have? It's the thing you want to be doing. And with that sort of laying out, like what are your like kind of in the next year goals? What are your in the next five years goals? Or what's like your end goal kind of a thing? Yeah, um, I think like, um, dude, these questions are so good. I love when I can really expand on a question. Um, what I was going to say is like in terms of um, in jobs like I'm not completely sure. Like I have I have a lot of things I want to do in coding, but kind of when I'm interested in something, it begins to branch off. Like I started um started music after something tra- traumatic happened to me and then that like that venting process began to expand into I like music. Let me figure out what I can do with this. Like can I make this other genre? Can I rap? Like can I rap? It took me I want to say four years to understand I, I truly suck. I need to make music that people like. So, um, and it took me a little while to get to that point. Um, and you know, that, that interest started sparking into, Oh, I just heard this new thing. Let me make something like it. I just heard cyberpunk. I cannot make any type of cyberpunk. Now I can make it, you know? So, um, like when it comes to coding, I have like, I'm a gamer, I'm a music producer, um, I'm a video editor, uh, and I do other stuff on the side. Um, and I'd say those three are like my biggest, um, yeah, my biggest like aspects of what I do and what I'm passionate about. So I'd like to get into the space of game development, but I'd also like to get into this space of music production and like, can I create these instruments that I use? Can I make tools that will allow my job to be easier? Can I make this like auto mixing tool? Can I make this auto mastering thing or make something to help others become better at that skill and, or make it easier? You know, I have like these insane projects that I will make in the future, but I can't make right now because I'm, it's been two months. So, um, I do think it's, it's a destination and, uh, and, uh, avenue to get somewhere. I mainly started this because, I thought, oh, let me just make some easy money and then like I'll be able to actually focus on music. But no, this is an avenue I can use to make things that will help my music, one, help sustain me, two, get me out of my situation and also allow me to do, do new things. This, is a com- this course is a completely mind-opening field that really taught like at first I took as a way to um, make money and do something I'm kind of interested in. But then I realized the applications it can have. So if I had a job as a software developer, or if I had a job as a famous musician, I would not be able to stop any of those things. Like that's the thing, like capitalism really does push us to look for higher numbers. But once you find a field, a field that like, makes you want to do something you you and you have something like some aspect of you that is able to make money you don't you don't lose those other th- other things i'm not going to lose music by getting into coding it's just a matter of can i make this can i make this one of my passions and do i have what it takes to make this one of my passions so i'd like once again to answer your question i'd like to use this as a way to begin to learn to make games because I'm a gamer. I 
want to learn how to make music production tools, but I also want to learn how to make things and make video editing so much easier. Because as you, I'm sure, I'm sure most people have video editing experience. I used to be an, a VFX um, kid. Like I did it for like four years um, and it's tough. It's like coding in the sense where everything has to be um, like direct and there's a bunch of ways to get that problem solved or get that effect solved. But you kind of, as opposed to coding where everything has to like, no, actually in the same way, coding has to be like accessible and interesting. Like what you make has to be interesting. But in, in video editing, you got to make everything believable. You got to make sure it looks seamless. You got to, there's a bunch of things to think about in every single field that's somewhat creative. You know, this is a very analytical field, but um, it would be cool to make something for video editors as well. That's, 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 yeah. that's wonderful. And I, I, I totally agree. It's like it, and that's so cool that I'm not the only one to experience that. I, I think a lot of the class would agree. It's like something starts as like, yeah, easy money. It's, it'll be fun. It becomes something mm-hmm. you just genuinely are excited about, you know, and it's mm-hmm. a whole new yeah. skill set that you and this community and this world that just you're completely blind to. And then like, I, I think one of the funniest things I've thought over the last couple of months is like, I don't know if the, the world as a whole realizes how much of their modern life is built on one website that is Stack mm-hmm. Overflow. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you actually Stack I Overflow, didn't know access to Stack Overflow, there there are suddenly like nobody knows how to do anything. Nobody knows yeah. like, if you like just deleted like W3 spools, Mozilla documentation, and Stack Overflow, the entire rest of the internet would come to a screeching halt in a week. <laughs> You'd be stuck. Everyone would be stuck. <laughs> You know, and it's just this wonderful, beautiful world, and it is creative, but it is also analytical and procedural, and it's just this, it's so much fun. Anyway, yeah, John, what about you? Like for you, is uh, I, I know you kind of answered a little bit too. Like you really are excited about you know machine learning and AI, and it's the future, and it's what we're going towards. So you may as well be part of that motion, right? Yeah, um, it was interesting because I I came I came here knowing at least having an idea of what I wanted to be doing. I had a role uh, last year where I had to, and you and I, we spoke on this a little bit uh, before, but I had a role where I had to digest highly technical and scientific concepts, at least to me. And I mean, they weren't, they weren't honestly to a lot of people. And, you know, it was, my role was like, well, how can we build an app that answers this, this capability? How do we build an app that can, calculate risk over a flight path or how do we, I don't know. I get, I don't know. Like that's, that's one example. Like how do I calculate risk over flight path or, or, you know, or an example, I want to know how, what the level of ambient lighting is outside. How do I do that? You know, what, what do I, how can I build something that answers this question for me? So that led me to, and being, always having an interest in science and an inclination towards science, it led me to really want to kind of want to answer these scientific problems or answer these, answer these questions that, that science has. Um, so I came here kind of wanting to do that further. That's why the AI ML space is so interesting to me. Um, I have an inclination towards anything having to do with uh, space and satellites um, and how, and how we can use that to answer our day-to-day problems. Um, 
I mean, kind of get at a loss. <clears throat> it's out of focus, my answer. But as far as in the future, I'd like to get into something regarding astronomy. Um, how do we, you know, and I, again, this is a nebulous idea for me at this point, but um, I think get, I would like, I'm, I'm aiming to get into the space sector at some point. However, in whichever capacity I can get there, you know, it will, will remains to be seen. But I'd, I'd really like to, at some point, I, I mean, Apollo 13 was a, was the, oh, my favorite movie for such a long time. I really, if I can, I'm going to space. I, if, however, in my lifetime, I'm getting there. So this was kind of my avenue to kind of, in some way, attain that. Um, so as far as what my five and ten year plan is, anything regarding satellite communications or astrology and studying planets, celestial bodies, or, you know, studying, studying the cosmos in any capacity, uh, I'd like to kind of dip my hands in. Um, I don't necessarily have an idea of where that role, I mean, I'm not, there's that, there's that role is won't be open to me for some time, but I think as of now, I will be working towards that um, incrementally. I know that isn't necessarily an answer, but that's <laughs> that's kind of what I have right now. It's good enough. Like you know, the the idea is to like really find out where everyone's heads are at, what everyone is interested in, and where they want to go. And so, I think you've answered the spirit of the question beautifully. Uh, word. Okay. I have, yeah. I have I have one thought about that. Uh, about like like John is like you hear John speak and he's such like a, like he has these literally otherworldly goals, you know, and Donovan, you have this wide array of skills and like you have this, like you have so many options, right? It's crazy how like all of us who I'd say are like somewhat competent in like our own fields and have like this idea of, I want, like, I understand these huge concepts. I want to be able to make something that expands on this. Even people like y'all, like, get stumped up sometimes by this coding thing, you know? Like, John just said a bunch of words I don't understand. And he doesn't get this. Like, like it's it's kind of crazy how, like, you can have all these different people with these different thoughts just come into this like John said earlier, humbling experience. You know, sometimes I like John is ridiculously smart, but he'll come to me with a syntax error that is complicated to understand. You know, sometimes I'll get an error that has nothing, has something to do with my code, but the error code is like relating to something on the back end. And it's essentially saying something you wrote is making this not work. And it's like, how do I solve that? Like, I'm sure me and John can attest to the struggles of coding, like, all day. You know, it's yeah. it's really tough. And, like, like sometimes I feel so dumb. But then there are other times where, well, I, I'd say most of the time, I'll feel really dumb. And then I'll be working with my friend who's an established full-stack developer. And he'll say, like, what do you, he'll give me this one question that's like, what do you have to do? So the next step is something like this. What do you have to do to make that work? And I'm like, oh, you just 
use this. And I'm, he's like, yeah, see, like every everything you get stuck on, someone prods you a little bit and then it then like it just makes so much sense. You just sometimes have to like flick yourself in the in one direction. And when there's not an outside force, that's the biggest thing. Like, how do I do that? Like, how will I actually solve this when I don't know what I don't know? You know, I just, it's so, it's so interesting hearing both of you speak and then have these like, kind of like in words, kind of fundamental roadblocks that are just like, why am I not getting this? Yeah. Love it. Yep. Well, guys, I, that's all I really have. Um, you know, so, uh, stick around in the call after this, we'll chat a bit, but, um, any, any closing words before, uh, and offer our viewers? Um, John? I, I think, well, I look forward to seeing this uh, build and cultivate, and I look forward to hopping on this again if I can. Absolutely. That's, that's what I have. Absolutely. Yeah. Seb? Uh, should have asked this before, but should we plug anything? Like, I don't know. I don't know how this is supposed to work. For, for now, let's just chill. Uh, you know, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna link your guys' uh link to the GitHub's in the uh in the article of the YouTube video and things like that. So that way okay. you know you guys because right now I think the biggest thing to plug is your guys' portfolios and your guys' you know identities as developers. Because yeah. that you guys yeah. are new and you're exciting and you're hot. So we're gonna we're gonna explore the space after that. Yeah, um but yeah, closing thoughts. Um I don't know who like what exactly this audience is. I'm assuming it's more towards experienced um, developers, it sounds. But um, whoever listens to this, like understand that um, coding is very much difficult to many different people. But um, especially if it's you that's listening to this and think, I don't know if I can get past this. Like you can. It's just a matter of on a human level, this is hard. And I feel like if we all understand that a little bit better, maybe like it can help our mindset change to a, instead of like, you know, if you're a, this sounds like I'm just advocating for myself, but like, if you're, if you're someone who's in a position where you need to, you need more people on your team, like, as opposed to just, you know, there is an element that's like, you gotta, you gotta show what you're made of, but also like, there's a potential to everyone. So there's a potential to you as a person, you can get past whatever you need. You just need to understand that it's a process to get yourself a little bit closer and to get, ask yourself those questions, which will make the problem easier. Yeah. yeah. And to add on that, if you want to go far, go together. This is, I've learned that coding is definitely a, so, a social exercise. You, you have to collectively apply your minds to a problem and, Many times, you know, you're not alone on figuring out a task. So, you know, I know I struggle with this, but, you know, it's okay for, to ask for that help. Um, and I don't think anyone at any level uh, would ever be above that at this, at this field. So that's, that's, that's been fun to, to experience. So, Absolutely. yeah. Cool. Love it. Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much. And thank you guys for watching. Uh, we'll see you for the next episode of The Rookery. Yeah, man. Peace, y'all. See you.